Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership where a bunch of military veterans and former police officers get together and destroy the villain of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. We're on season three, episode something, and as always, I'm your co-host, Rob Renz. You can uh, find me on Instagram, Rob underscore Renz, or at Signal Fire Radio. And I'm joined by my other co-host, the esteemed Brandon Penny John hey. Esquire, with some updates from from the mat in Indiana. People are wanting to know. Yeah, it's a hot go. topic. Yeah, no, I traveled to Indianapolis for a jiu-jitsu tournament, uh, mostly because my family's from there, and it was an excuse to go up. Uh, didn't do so well in the gi. I got third. Um, there was only three people, so you know, it tells you how that went. But uh, no gi, I won. So you know, that was was it really only three redeeming. people? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. uh, I lost one match. Yeah, <laughs> zero and one. It was questionable. It was questionable, but, but it's, it's my great. fault. You knew you were going to get something going. Yeah, up yeah, there. no, yeah. that's a participation trophy. Yeah, 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 I love it. This new generation. Loves you said that. prior to us starting the show, you feel more like a man now than ever. I finally can have. You, can some you let visible, the Signal Fire Radio listeners know? Visible cauliflower ear. Yes, uh, hurts really bad, and and uh, you know I feel. Not the going to war or making children, but this is what makes this me a man. Is it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is it—the mm-hmm. cauliflower ear. And we are—we we are sandwiched in between. We've got a great little kind of sandwich action going this is, on this here. Is a, what, what, um, it's not a double decker, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's, you guys are flanked. Chris and Brandon, y'all are the the Ren sandwich right now ooh. because we have my wife, who was I think on episode two or episode three, five. It was our Dang, most downloaded episode, babe. So Ooh. welcome back. We have Jenna Cutting Thank FNP you. from Trinity Wellness Center. Not to be confused with FNG. Not to be confused no. with FNG. And we have Chris Bradley small. from I'm Cape Fear Investigative <laughs> Services. Chris, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. What you been up to? Uh, you know, same thing. Same thing. Same. Always. Snooping yeah, and same. pooping. Snooping and pooping. Taking pictures. <laughs> we actually have we have uh, three of the five Wren's. Uh, family members here, because Brody's sitting around here somewhere too as well. Brody the Doodle He's Dog. behind me. Is he behind you? He oh. found mom. He found his well How old is Brody? Brody is nine. Ooh, nice. Yeah. He's a good boy. Hey, so if you're watching you. on YouTube, uh, you know, first, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe, turn on notifications, but you might see Brody's head just pop up every once in a while in between. And that's what social media algorithms really, really love. They about. love dog mm-hmm. content. I'm sorry, Chris. We need to take a minute okay. and admire the roadmap of his forearm. Yeah. He's so vascular. Put your forearm up. Go ahead. Put it up there. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. We're back. I think I can. We're drop. coming off a weight cut, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just slimmed down a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's like back roads to Jacksonville. Yeah. On his forearm. <laughs> is this a? Is this a nerd? Like two ten all the way that's up. That's it. Yeah. As a as a as a nurse practitioner and former full time RN, is this like your dream? Yeah. That's oh yeah. You can told. hit that all day. <laughs> Whatever, wherever you want. She yeah. sits on. She sits on mine because I'm a pretty. Look at you. Yeah, you're a vascular guy. So she'll sit here and mess with it, like in church and stuff. Are you be like pretty veiny. Like your you legs. already know this. Yeah. 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 I got some veiny legs, man. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, vascular dude. But she'll sit here and mess around with it and just play with it. And I, I kind of dig it. I, uh, I gave him, I gave him shit yesterday because he posted a story of him cutting down a tree. I showed yes. him. Yeah. I put out a thirst trap. Go, go to my Instagram to check it out. I like, I, I commented on or sent him a message and put in quotes. I said, here, babe, take this picture real quick so, before the arborers come. Before the, yeah, before the tree <laughs> right, guys come right, back. Exactly. No, I took down 11 trees by myself with you. my friend Hal. And I tell you what, cauliflower ear is how you know you've mm-hmm. arrived in manhood. Poison yeah. ivy is how Rob yeah. <laughs> I got a little, Yeah, I got a little poison ivy. But no, dropping a 60-foot pine tree is a thrill. Were you it just, is an absolute rush. Were you ready for another kid? Seeing him do that. They actually were complete when I went back. So <laughs> I missed it. I sent her the pictures, though. And oh, okay. actually, rumor has yeah. it that she might have been impregnated just by me just, being mm. there. It's like a pollination. I'm trust not a, I'm science, not environmental science. science. Yeah, just trust the science. Yeah. Just the wind. So the wind light, does light, it now. Life-size oil paintings in the new house eventually? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Chopping trees. Especially yeah. the, the, you know, vines coming off yes. the trees. The yeah. light was so perfect, it yeah. made it look like I was actually muscular. Like, it made me look bigger than... than than what I am in real life. The rest of the story can be found on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Yeah, dropping a 60-foot pine tree makes me feel like a real man, as does this uh, this notice that we got served under the door here at Signal Fire Radio. Yeah, well, let's uh, not talk about that, though. 
There you go. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> DM me if you want to know more about it. Um, There's a potential issue. There. Yeah, there could be. There could be. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Not for us. To anything. Allegedly. 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 Um, fantastic episode lined up. Jen, babe, last time you were on. Yeah. We had a wide ranging conversation. We did. About mm-hmm. um, alternative psychiatry. We did. And you were like brand new into the practice then. So. Kind of like Moderately, you've been doing it for had, like eighteen months or so. I had been brought on to start the um, the ketamine infusion center that we have in Leland, and um, and we had opened that that up and started um, IV ketamine therapy for um, major depression, PTSD, uh, that kind of treatment, and um, TBIs too, right? You can, but we were not specifically targeting that. But yes, there's some good neuro regenerative. Um, documentation on ketamine so it's great for you know rebuilding those brain pathways and getting those nerve endings wiggling again i like wiggly nerve endings yes. I do too. yeah mm-hmm. so ketamine therapy is that a relatively new therapy or has it been around for a while so ketamine's been around since the 50s it was originally der- like a derivative from angel dust fun fact um, and they found that it didn't have um a respiratory suppression um, associated with it. So it it launched as an anesthetic. So it's used in anesthesia commonly um, to put people under. They use a lot in children um, because you don't have that that depression um, there. It actually opens up the alveoli and you can actually get better oxygen exchange. So, you know, more of the dabbling in alternative is finding that it is neuroregenerative and then using it in major depression to rewire the brain so it's it's a little bit of a hack now they've, they've kind of played around with it more and more there's tons of research um there is a prescription um more commercial option which is bravado which is a nasillary s ketamine which is an isomer of ketamine um that is actually showing in the studies to be comparable outcomes to iv um as far as the major depression world goes we're gonna that? we're gonna send this to Spravato people. Oh, that way we can get sponsors. Let's get on that Spravato. We're trying. We need. Yeah, we need we're trying. Need we, we are. We are just putting it all out there. We got Monsters, Spravato, Spindrift, Shaka T. Sorry, mm-hmm. Brandon. I interrupted a question. No, no. I uh, I was just gonna ask you if um, is there is it more cost prohibitive for the IV therapy or is it. Like so, the, I guess so what's the play? It depends on where you live. You know, the IVs are expensive, mm-hmm. um, but it is. In the acute phase, less time-consuming. So it's about one a week on a six series. So you do one a week for six weeks. Where you're looking at for Spravato and their, how they've done all their studies is you're doing about two a week for four weeks, one a week for four weeks in the acute phase. But it's all self-administered? It's not. Oh, it really? is administered in office. Spend about two hours in the office. So I do it at my office up in Porter's Neck. And... Um, and my patients are there doing you you're basically dropping into you know this kind of disassociative state and and working on your traumas or your depression or mm. who it is that you want to be and you can actually you know rewire the brain towards that you know and you you even have people kind of looking into it from a standpoint of like let's just say they have you know, oddities that they just don't like about themselves and kind of working that that brain rewiring pathway. So, you know, that's not what we treat, but. Sure. Uh, how does the guided therapy part go? We don't do guided therapy Is up at always? Porter's Neck, okay. but I definitely get patients with a cognitive behavioral therapist and they're doing a lot of rewiring on their own and so I give them journals and they spend some time with journals and they take that to their therapist and then while they're in you know I'll have patients they're like ready they're like I'm gonna work on this today and I'm like awesome do that because you are in control with this bravado you're not so disassociated that you can't you know you're just kind of there for the ride you're tumbleweed Mm. you're you're actually in and you drop into the disassociative state and you can start moving things in the way that you want them so very controlled which Unlike is nice. some of these other like psychedelics, sure, that are you're at the... like ayahuasca or yeah, psilocybin. Yeah, like, yeah like, you're like, totally. You dose, you're gone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, your brain is. You're not more alive. at the the mercy of the trip. Right. Yeah. Right. So is there um, like is there a need with ketamine to have like a sherpa? 
someone to guide you through it? Good I mean, question, Brandon. No. So so we're getting some good. I did do some testing at our other office when we were, when we were doing the IV and actually having um, some patients um, say, yes, it's okay for a therapist to come in and mm. do some guided stuff. Um, and the results seem to be pretty beneficial. However, I have, if patients pretty much know and they're doing therapy during the week, they can pretty much go in and work on what they need to. Um, and I can keep them in like quiet little pods or maybe multiple patients in there, but it is a very low stimuli environment in which they can work on whatever it is that they need to. You so you're know. saying it's not a magic pill. I have to still do something. You still <laughs> that, yes. Bullshit. Amazing, right? We've talked to a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. I think we just want that. What's the one thing that makes this all better? <laughs> no wands. There's no magic wands. Um, so so two-hour yeah. session, typically two-hour session. Two hour session. When they're done, walk out, good to go, drive. They, they, can they drive? Really? No. So you have to have okay. have to be dropped off. It, you know, you don't want to be operating any machinery. We don't like you to take certain medications. We kind of go over that before um, that can be counterproductive to your treatment. Um, but patients are seeing about number four, huge impact on their life. I really see a change. You know, I had a lady just the other day who was like, I took my daughter to the beach and then we went to Build-A-Bear and then we did this and it, you know, she was like, that's new for me, that mm. being able to have the motivation and the will with their severe debilitating depression, you know, spending time with their kids is like <laughs> monumental um, yeah. in this population. So, you, you know, that was about, a win for her. You couldn't talk about it going to Build-A-Bear, could you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never send been this to the build a bear people. Yeah. Like, hey, you're welcome. We'll drop, <laughs> uh, Making bears. Anecdote time. Did you ever respond to a call of somebody on Angel Dust? Uh, no. No? Not. Um, PCP. PCP, of course. Yeah. 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 That mm -hmm. was the one PCP was, was wild. Was it? Yes. Did he have clothes on? No, he did they not. They never have never clothes on. They never have clothes on. Never. Never. What is it about PCP and not having clothes well, on? What was impressive was how he was putting holes in the wall. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or picking it, up it, cars. Might I use my imagination? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Was he humping holes? He was in the... humping, he was humping yes. holes in the drywall. <laughs> no feeling, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, he made the hole? Yes. And then, yeah. wow. With, with sound effects, too. That's great. He was like, doo, 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 and he was like banging in the wall. I mean, what, wow. Yes. What, uh, what did you do? Did you, did you, so what, like, how many officers five. did it take to restrain him? Five. Wow. So, naked guy, um, hit with a taser. Taser didn't, had no, it doesn't zero, work. zero effect on him. <laughs> Uh, this guy was five, roughly he was about my size, maybe a little bit more weight-wise. He was about 210 at 5'8". Um, we got him outside the door. We were able to get him on the ground. Um, I was the smallest of the five officers that was out there. Um, and uh, he was doing push-ups with all five of us on his back. Wow. So uh, me knowing a little bit about joint manipulation, um, he got down into a push-up position. He got down a little low. When he did, I yanked his arm out, pulled his arm out, trapped the elbow, Bent the wrist back, and he was doing one arm push ups with everybody still on his back. I think you've told this part of the story before. I look at the guys, and I'm like, Are you gonna take that arm out, or are we just gonna sit here and let him do push ups? So, but yeah, it and you nice. have to use the polyurethane, like big armbands yeah. to keep them locked uh, up no, we use, when you we bring use, them into the hospital. No, well, we yeah. use hinge cuffs on them, and they work just fine. Yeah. But you can't do that. Standpoint. Yeah. yeah, you can't do I'm that in the hospital. You yeah, you're not. <laughs> Big polyurethane suckers. Okay, thought experiment time. This will be a great one on social media. Cocaine bear versus PCP gorilla. Who's going to win? PCP gorilla. All, all gorilla. Day. Gorilla. Yeah. Jen? Clean yeah, sweep? PCP. Cocaine's a whole different Yeah, bird, right? I feel like cocaine not, bear just wants mm -hmm. to go to Jersey Shore and party a little bit. Yeah. You know? I agree. PCP yeah. Gorilla is looking to tear now, the arms. Cocaine bears just hanging out in the bathroom. Yeah. I have seen <laughs> a guy on cocaine get a complete laceration across the chest. No no damage to vital organs. Um, but it was a machete and literally like dude was fit. So it just sliced right through total musculature and buddy slept the whole repair with nothing. Wow. Good for him. Just a cocaine nap. A little cocaine nap. It yep. should, we should stand uh, to mention that Jenna also did uh, trauma nursing at Grady, which is level one trauma center in Atlanta. So nice. while she does cool drug stuff now, she also saw some of the gnarliest of the cool. gnarly. A little versatile background. Yeah. 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 We had a guy one night years and years ago. We fought this guy. He ended up getting a, a huge laceration to the head. He got in there. He started cussing the um, nurses in the ER. Doc came in, stapled the head over. Closed with no anesthesia. It was, yeah. it was a beautiful thing. Bye. Yeah. Yep. Get Can out of my hospital. Don't mess with too. my nurses. Don't mess with my nurses. Um, 
Jen, we've been talking a lot and you've been exper not experimenting with me a lot. You've had me on certain protocols mm -hmm. um, that have greatly increased the quality of my life. And this is not an infomercial Good. for you. <laughs> However, um, I do think we need to discuss it because uh, Brandon and I and a lot of other people in the community and around the country worked very hard on the PACT Act. Yep. The legislation to uh, open up benefits uh, to veterans who are exposed to toxic chemicals, biohazards, human yeah. waste, munitions, all cooked off uh, while overseas and all that toxic exposure. You've gone through a lot of training yep. about how to detox. And I don't mean like Hollywood diet detox, right? But like how to actually pull heavy metals, how to pull parasites, how to pull Radioactive material, radioactive material, mycotoxins, absolutely. Out all the way down to the cellular level, mm -hmm. right? Because we've talked a lot, Brandon, Chris, like we've talked to a lot, like people who like they, they nourish their body through exercise and through diet and through meditation and mindfulness and all these techniques. But if you still have a bunch of junk in you, only so much of that is going to take. Am I am I summarizing that correct, babe? Absolutely. Like babe a lot you know, with the most. You should call me babe. Yeah. I'm a little hey, jealous. Yeah. Well, Sorry, babe. <laughs> we're both. I'm. I'm equally like as distant for in this it's situation. Yeah, Chris true. is more cozied up over mm. there. <laughs> um, yeah. So how I typically explain it is, is you know, when you walk into a house, you're not going to just start decorating and moving stuff in. Typically, people want to clean it, get it all the junk out, find the problems, fix them. You know, do it that way, and so. When you get into a situation where you're trying to bombard the system with nutrients, all you're going to create is more stress. Um, and you're going to could possibly turn on things that the body is not ready to turn on, causing, you know, problems. What and kind of problems specifically? You know, um, you can get lots of symptoms. You know, you start turning on things that the body's not ready. So let's like, say you activate the liver and it's full of sluggish bile and now you're dealing with, you know, a blockage and now you're having gallbladder pain. And, and I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios in that situation. However, you know, the idea is that you do things the right way. And so looking at a detoxification system that's going to help you at every level, especially on a molecular cellular level, is going to be more beneficial than bombarding the system with nutrients that the molecules are too large to break down and they're just floating around in the bloodstream. So what so what are uh like the worst kind of fad detoxes that you can do? What are the ones that do literally absolutely nothing? Well I wouldn't say any of them do absolutely nothing. Some of them bombard the system into a very stressed state. So everybody knows about juice cleansing. Yeah right? what's oh, up with juice cleansing? Uh, fast Bradley, or you've done juice, a juice cleanse cleanse before. No, yeah, come on, dude. Forty-eight hour Hollywood juice cleanse. I mean, it was it was, it was a great beer for forty-eight hours. <laughs> but juice cleansing is going to bombard the system with sugars, which you know, if kind of people are more up to date on that now. But is it organic? Because if it's not, you're just basically sucking down. Pesticides. Yeah, what if you're just doing forty-eight hours of ocean spray? You know, yeah. like you're just drinking ocean I don't spray. think anybody does that. I don't think some cranberry juice. Some cranberry juice. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to knock down this yeah, we're, kidneys. We're, we're, yeah, we're really yeah. going to deal with our yeah. UTIs mm -hmm. today. Um, but you're, with you bombard yeah, the vodka, system, right? And so all that's going to do is if you haven't got, opened up drainage pathways <laughs> and you haven't you haven't actually done it the proper way, you're going to dump all that into the bloodstream. And so most people get sick and everybody knows they're detoxing. They're cranky, moody, tired headaches, nausea, you know, you feel like crap. Mm. Um, and, and that right there tells you this is not the way to do it. Yeah, right. You, I mean, you and some I, pretty you severe and I, symptomatology. Like, you and uh, like, I pushed back on a lot of the things that you wanted me to do throughout the years because it was exactly that. It was like, we would limit the number of food calories that I would get. And like, I was fine with like, okay, I can't do alcohol for a couple weeks or, you know, you can only drink water. But it was like how I felt every day. I felt like shit for most of them. Yeah, you should can. you feel that bad? For no, most not of these if not, not if since you're we started doing, doing the cellular one. I don't feel bad at all. Yeah, and and that's because you're getting on an, on a cellular level of nutrients. So, like now we know that like there's at least ninety nutrients that the body needs right for optimal health, and that goes into I think it's like seventeen vitamins. 59 minerals, there's like 12 amino acids, and then three essential fatty 
acids that your body like has to have. Um, and then how are we absorbing that? So we can all talk about like the crappy agricultural system right now. As we're and drinking then, monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> but, but the crappy agricultural system, right? They come in, they rip the topsoil out. You know, we don't give, we don't give any of the nutrients a break, any of the, the, Soil doesn't yeah, get a rest. Crops hardly. Yeah, right. we don't yeah. get any decay any on that. Any regenerative agriculture, right? Yeah. We don't have good, you know. And everyone knows putting in a, a garden, which we just did. You're getting like you want compost. You want decay. You want like what would we do? Those earthworm castings. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you certain be, like, things. Cutting logs, like taking dumps in your garden. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Saving Silverman. We are the He's like, hey boys, I gotta take a dump. But he's like, we just go in the yard. He's like, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Saving money. I love it, boys. May, may Arlie Ermey, the gunny himself, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah. There you go. But, you know, we really have messed up. And so because of that, you know, we are severely nutrient depleted. And the biggest piece and kind of like where the detox system that I use is really beneficial is, is it it actually gets fulvic and humic acid back into the system. And what that is, is actually a part of the deterioration and that decay that we're losing in the soil system. And what it does is actually makes nutrients bioavailable to the system. And so when you ingest that and you can get that back in, then when you are taking like beefy supplements or all these expensive stuff, you're your fulvic and human acid can then take that and make it deliverable to the cells instead of just bumming around, floating into the bloodstream, waiting to get urinated out, if you will. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I was just talking about this with someone kind of on a smaller scale, but um, I was talking about how I, I, I try to make a conscious effort to buy local raw honey because like we import so much stuff that if you're not, eating like honey, like from that's local, you're yep. not getting, you know, the different allergens that are out there. And so like, I've noticed like a, like I, I experience less seasonal allergies whenever I'm eating that because it's being introduced into my body year round, not just whenever the allergies come. Well, and, th- and that's huge, right? Because those bees are pollinating the things that you are exposed to. Right. And so it's broken down and given back to you in a delivery system in which the body can understand it. Mm. Same concept. Absolutely. What is what is your thought? So I've been doing a little bit of research and, and listening to some podcasts on um, like it has a negative connotation, but like stem cells. So like Ways mm-hmm. to Wells, like a big place in Texas that's doing a lot of stem cells. Obviously, you have to go out of the country to, to do some of the more, um, you know, type. progressive a, stem there's cells. A, there's a doctor here that does them in Wilmington. Oh, really? You can get them placed in the knees and stuff like that. They're they're blank you know, so stem cells are blank cells, right? They right. can regenerate into whatever you need. And so from the background that I've had is is where are you getting them from? Are they mm. from the right place? Are they umbilical stem cells? Are they from the the coronal layer from the placenta? Like which part is it? Blah, blah, blah. You can get really into it. But Wharton's jelly has rose, risen to the top as the, the stem cells that you want to get if you're going to be doing um, regenerative medicine. Um, and so my thoughts are is like, yes, but can you keep them alive long enough mm. to get them to, to aggregate in the area that you need to? And there is some stu- studies on um, implementing that with some nutrition when you're mm. piping them in, depending on where you're placing them. Now, I've done knees before, um, but I've gotten fantastic results just with PRP. Um, in joint PRP? spaces, that's um, plasma-rich platelets. Okay. Um, and so with with PRP, it's basically like I could draw your blood right out of one of these. Yeah. What were you calling Those his veins? veins. <laughs> his roadmaps. Roadmaps to yeah. someplace. There can't push you. But you know, I could pull that. Somebody's out. gonna get a tattoo of that now. Yeah. 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 We're gonna see some young hard charging lance yes. corporal yeah. who's like, man, I want my veins tattooed, and then I want. The main gate of Camp Rajoon right up here yes. on my bicep. Yes. With all the toxic waterways. Yeah, right? all the toxic waterways. Yep. Um, but basically, you can spin that off, and then you get that little mm. yellow floaty. That's your PRP. Mm. And then I can pull that off and literally stick it back into a joint space with, I like to use this certain kind of cocktail to keep all that alive. Your stem cells are now swimming around with um, growth hormone. 
mm. and some other things that revitalize it. And then you can attach it to the space and it starts to regrow the area that's degenerating. And I've seen spacing just like stem cells on stuff like that. It just depends on how you do it. Interesting. But so it's I've looked, cheaper. I've looked at both. Um, mm-hmm. There's a there's a lady here in Wilmington. She had a torn rotator cuff and she did stem cell injections. Completely, complete repair. Yep. But the way that she explained it to me was... It's a, it's not just a one and done shot. It was three shots over 18 months. And that's one of the, that's kind of almost like a misconception because nobody, a lot of people don't know that. Like you hear people talking about stem cells, stem cells, stem cell, but it's, it's multiple injections over a course of time. Well, and as a provider, you, you do sit down with, with the person that's interested and you explain to them like, Hey, it may work in the first, Mm -hmm. it might work in the second, probably going to have to do three. And you're looking at probably $5,000 a pop, if not more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's definitely something that's like, do your research, make sure that the people that you're going to have done their research that where are they getting it from? You know, are they using Wharton's jelly, which right now seems to be rising to the top as the, the best, um, you know, and what does that look like? And then how are they feeding it and yeah. how are they keeping it, you know, going? And, and that's where PRP is helpful because it already has the growth hormone. And then I put some vitamins in mine and some people get into something called prolotherapy, which is where you, you input, um, ozone into it as well. And ozone is, um, O3. So when that breaks apart, it actually increases water hydrogen peroxide and oxygen to the bed of the area, aggravating and irritating scar tissue and allowing growth over the scar tissue too. So that's another, you know, implementation you can use. That's cool. For those who didn't do chemistry for Marines, O3 is three oxygen molecules. Correct. Makes sense. Good job. Good job. So how is it that that you are so smart and got tricked into marrying Rob? Yeah, is the question. yeah. Fair question. Fair question. I'm sitting here thinking. It started out with a cocktail and yeah, PRP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I am way, way out of my league. He proves that time and time again. Well, he just would not go away. And he made sure that no one else was available to date. Yeah. So. That's kind of how that. I had happened. a really, I had a really good plan. She was so it was like, like marriage other... or stalking charges. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was going to be nothing, one of the other. Nothing says I love you like a restraining order. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This is a testament. My... <laughs> <laughs> the courts uh, were involved. No. I love it. I love it. Where does the Wharton's jelly come from? The um, reference it a couple times. Yeah, so umbil- how does it? Because um, I keep seeing the Eric Cartman court. South Park episode in my head, where he's like, "Come on, guys, these are great egg fetuses." <laughs> <laughs> so that would be the umbilical cord. Okay. Yeah. And so it just kind of gets. Well, so you know, out. there's all those banks, right? Like when you when you're having babies, anybody who's had babies in the last ten years, That's they've been Randy like, "Oh, do you want to freeze your yeah. baby stem yeah. cells in the mm-hmm. in the Probably umbilical the cord?" Make a smoothie. Yeah, um, that's different. But... <laughs> did, you have, did you make a stem cell smoothie? I did. I did. Yes, nice. not an umbilical cord. We did placenta encapsulation, mm-hmm. and that actually helps with postpartum depression. Mm. It's a major, major benefit to um, encapsulating placenta, but. That's a whole other. I got these gains just drinking yeah. breast milk for nine yeah. months. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 frozen. <laughs> yep, yep. Dude, there's no level of things you can't do right now. No, it's really interesting because like I feel like we're, I think that we've kind of, uh, as a society, awakened a little bit to the fact that we do manufacture so much stuff, and we've kind of gone away from what's good for our bodies naturally, and it's also good for our our minds and our you know our our health general overall health right and so like it's cool that stuff like this is coming more like commercialized and popularized but it's it's also like a little bit disconcerting that it's not as popular as it should be and uh, and my guess is that insurance doesn't cover a lot of this stuff no no especially like you were talking about stem cell injections we're talking about PRP, we're talking about fulvic humic acids, supplementation. You can't. Your uh, TRICARE covers your Spravato treatments now, yes. right? I We just got TRICARE oh, nice. um, to, to cover for Spravato for veterans and, you know, and veterans out there that are needing some major, you know, PTSD um, and major depression issues, the suicidal ideations, these things, it's it's helping. And, I, and like I said, fourth treatment where I'm seeing turnarounds and I've got veterans that are like, you know, kind of back to doing some normal things again who have been completely debilitated by 
you know, what they're, what plagues them, you know? What, um, you know, I know that a lot of times we, we focus and rightly so on the veteran community when it comes to like PTSD, depression, anxiety, those things. But do you see like a lot of first responders coming in? Cause they experience a lot of these same issues. So I have a few, um, police officers and, and, um, firemen, mm. um, fire people, fire um, in my pullers, get it right. <laughs> in practice, Posers. Um, but you know, is it is it the stress? Is it the trauma? I kind of go into you know, and you'll see if you ever go on the website for Trinity Wellness Porter's Neck. If you look at my bio, I look at like what's actually going on here and what's the big picture. Mm. And so when you back up, I think we've touched on a lot of stuff. Yes, people are impacted by their trauma. Um, we see childhood trauma being a major issue. We definitely saw like you know, the World War veterans going through things like shell shock and all of that, that we've now dubbed, you know, PTSD as this label. Um, it's just PTSD now. Yeah, right? we t- dropped the D. We dropped it. Yeah. hey 2023. Yeah. yeah. We yes. dropped the D. Got to go gender neutral on our yes. PTS. We have to be careful with, with our letters. Um, but... You know, we're we're seeing also like back up, like what is everybody exposed to? Like y'all are all exposed to like gunfire and you're breathing in toxicity from chemical exposures. Fire retardants are huge, I think, for the fire department guys, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and we we did touch on burn pits. But, you know, your your overseas veterans and and the parasites they're picking up and the the radioactive materials. I mean, I have a guy right now who was stationed in like the most radioactive base that I guess we have. Um, Chernobyl. Yeah, Chernobyl. 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 But it's interesting enough is is that wherever you have things like that, you have um, organisms come in. And so what was the first thing to grow back at Chernobyl? Do you know? I don't. It's fungus and mold, sense. right? What because was it was mi- coming in, scrubbing, and, and eating the radioactive materials. The like, Last of Us? Yo, you yeah. That? yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a fascinating Did you watch uh, the quick uh, ADD moment? Did you watch the Chernobyl miniseries on oh, yeah. HBO? It's really yeah. so I think we good. should go back and watch agree, it again because yeah, yeah. it was so good. I know you weren't inviting really me, good. but I'm going to go back No, I want you to come. We're going to get hoodie pajamas. Yeah, the four of us will be in the camper together. Do some ketamine. Do some ketamine. Yeah, yeah. Really get into a nice disassociation. <laughs> stayed and watched Chernobyl. And let and Chernobyl drop in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 We won't have any yeah. no problems after at all that. There yeah, none yeah. at all. Yeah. But that's what we're seeing, right, is this presentation of, you know, what's causing what? And everybody wants to find one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's never one thing. It is is what is in your environment now? What was in your environment? Do you have exposures? Do you have other stressors? And then, you know, were you you know, influenced by like illness. Like some people all of a sudden are like, oh, when I got COVID, all of a sudden X, Y, Z happened. And we have these events that impact people on such a level. They're like, that's when I started having panic attacks or that's when I started, you know, having this cyclical vomiting syndrome and the doctors can't tell me why or, you know, bowel issues or whatever the problem is. Um, And so, for me, it's always looking at this like really big picture of, you know, what puzzle pieces are you painting to have this big picture of the problem? And every time I talk to a client or a patient, it's like, oh, well, there's more info. There's another piece of this puzzle that we have to figure out. But at the mm. end of the day, like, let's do the low hanging fruit stuff. Like, we all know that we need less crap food crap drinks, you know, exposures that way. We all know. Yep. Get rid of them, guys. <laughs> you um, can't sponsor our podcast. zero monster. calories. How bad can it yeah, be how for bad you? Can it be? Mm, what's that ingredient? <laughs> Look, the say? first ingredient is carbonated water. No, yeah. no, it does We're have good. taurine in it. And taurine is a massive producer for energy production. But, you know, you can make that yourself. You just need proper B12. And we can get into methylation gene defects. But if you're using the proper B12, you can make your own taurine. Yeah, we don't can. Don't have I could slam this monster and I got some. I got some caffeine in yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go through this list and we'll energy. see how many of them match up with the 90 things that your body needs. I think it, I think I need everything. In yeah, there. I do too. Carnitine. Yeah. I don't know. The sucralose probably isn't. That could be a whole another episode. Just having Rob try to pronounce different things. <laughs> we got to bring Matt make it back in for that one, right? But yeah, I could do it too because I can't pronounce. And plus they're all kind of smushed together. Niacinamide. 
whatever. Niacinamide is a B vitamin. So, I said it right. We're good. Yeah, B3. So, yeah, C, 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 monster, you're Look back. You, you can sponsor Signal Fire Radio. Look at you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> so as a, as a provider, so we've talked about uh, SP3 on this podcast before. And, um, you know, so say, and I, I'm not asking your opinion on it, but as a provider that deals with kind of alternative medicines, like, would that be something that like specialized providers would jump into or just kind of like, what's the outlook in your field of, you know, prescribing marijuana? It's been done in other states, but, you know, if it became legal in North Carolina. So mid-levels, which is what I am, mm-hmm. uh, PAs and, and NPs um, would not, they don't have access okay. to prescribe. So it's not really anything to even bother to the come. The lobbyists you know say we I mean? have to say recommend. Yeah. Recommend say prescribe. Um, your MDs are the only ones that are going to have prescriptive authority, and that's in every state. So oh, okay. as far as I understand it, you know, the, your mid levels don't. We can take that, that question, that conversation a little bit further because I've kind of started sure. to dive a little bit more into some of this research. Like we've talked about plant medicine, and in the very beginning I talked, I only thought plant medicine was related to cannabis medical cannabis but there is a whole wide range of plant medicines out there that go well beyond just cannabis and m- many of them almost 90% of them 95% of them don't have any like hallucinogenic or any kind of uh reactive type so I'm a, of I'm going to challenge your thought pro- thinking yes. Ooh, babe let's you do ready? it yeah so what is food Food is a plant uh-huh. and medicine, except for the meat. The meat ain't no plant. No. So, you know, that kind of comes back into, like, what are you feeding yourself? What are you dumping in? Is it saturated with pesticides, herbicides? You know, glyphosate is huge. You want to look at, at documentation and research that is um, Monsanto's lovely Roundup that is sprayed on everything. Um, you know, I think they did a study recently of the the OKC. Okay safe in humans, which was, it was like 0.01 parts per whatever. And essentially it was like one drop in a 10,000 gallon pool. Right. And if you look at the content on Cheerios, it's like 843 parts per whatever. So, I you mean, it Cheerios? is. Yeah. yeah. I heard Cheerios. Cheerios. Oh, I like Cheerios. Honey, Did you really? Honey, honey nut, nut or regular? Cheerios. <laughs> you got to get them out of your closet. Yeah. So, I think it's something that people really need to focus. Because but it's good for health, healthy heart diet. Oh, isn't that crazy? Isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, isn't it? But, like, All that to your say. point, you know, we kind of start to see society sort of swinging back that, like, okay, you know, we went on this huge pendulum swing of, like who the hell came up with the dietary chart that said this that the the triangle the pyramid the food pyramid is the right way to eat and then they updated it recently to say that like Cheerios lucky charms lucky yeah. charms are healthier. healthier than a red steak our government did yeah exactly exactly the freaking problem because they benefit from the lobbyists in big ag and big Whatever, um, all these, you know, the 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 eight companies that own literally everything in the United States, they benefit from it because that's where they get their money to campaign from. So they're going to keep pushing this junk on people. Well, there's We're something willingly... called the Dark Act that they input in, like Ooh. I don't know, ten years ago to fifteen years ago. It's it's a little bit old. I can't remember, but I remember there was major front running, tons of funding, and it basically said you can't know what you're eating. You cannot know something's a genetically modified organism. They will not allow labeling in this country for it. So you get to like basically, if it ain't organic, you get to guess if it's been genetic genetically manipulated. My thing is, I've been eating pop tarts since I was three. Really? Look at you! And they're, look at me! Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're, they're great for like a good leg day or a good chest yeah, day. It's yeah, like real quick workout. Yeah. Pop, yeah. Two pop tarts and go smash some weight. But that's oh. our thought process, right? It's like if you look good, <laughs> yeah. then you must be healthy, that's right? It. Listen, powered by pop tarts. I've lived. <laughs> I've lived on this earth for 34 years. I can't do it forever, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live forever. We would we would rip on Evan that uh, in season one and season two of Signal Fire because he would always eat gummy worms, like nasty trolley gummy worms after he would deadlift. Like deadlifting yeah. gummies because he needed the carbs, man. right? Yeah, all that stuff. I tell you what, we get some really good candy alternatives that I think you guys would enjoy. Here we are. Unreal. We're about to start. We're about to start evangelizing on our way of life. Come join our cult. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, like certain, I like certain candies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, candies are good. Yeah, candies are good. <laughs> candies are good. Um, but what is so, babe? Uh, 
what is the form of protest against all of that? Because we the very common theme on this show and whatnot is like we're going to trust only so much of what um, is told to us, right? Like we've been sure. active in active in what we feel is like legislation that sticks the thumb in the eye of the man that says, no, you're not going to tell us the only things we can and can't have. Sure. Um, we want to seek alternatives. We want to take some of these things into our control or under our control. So how do you see it as like what's the what's the way – to where you can still like be a normal person, but but live a normal life or what we've defined as normal, but still protect yourself against some of these these things that are very well researched and pretty well known and starting to make their way more and more into the mainstream. Well, I think that that's where, you know, detoxification can come into play um, because you can't avoid everything. Right. And there's certain certain things you're in stuck in certain situations. And, and what do you do? You just scared of everything or like who has the time to sit there and actually garden and make all their own stuff like that would be ideal but that may or may not be an option for a lot it of sounds people like it'd be a full-time job it is the a way, full-time. with the way that like i mean look at the amish that's how they do things the you know they, they can build a barn in a day jo- joe rogan just goes out and shoots his own elk though i mean there you go yeah. but joe rogan has uh the funds but to joe be also lives toward himself the road, you know like <laughs> and, and, it, and it has a 160 million dollar contract so right. if he wants to bring a chef with him right, he can. exactly so there was one of his podcasts he actually talked about this and he talked about him shooting animals, and he only shoots, you know, he may kill one elk a year or two elks a year. Him and Cameron Haynes both kind of do the same thing. Is it elk or elks? Elks, plural, I elk think. Eye. I believe it's elk-eye. 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 He'd be killing them elks. <laughs> Damn elks. <laughs> so, but what he does, so he's got these big freezers, and he's got, yep. like, two at his house, and he's got one as his studio. And he said, I have so much meat in these freezers. I give this away as gifts. When yep. people come over, he's like, I give them, like, you know, pounds of elk to take with him because mm-hmm. he's like i enjoy the hunt I, I hunt because i enjoy it but i share that meat because it's it's so much better for you than what you're going to get at the store well we know that right and now they're introducing mrna vaccinations into the animals as well and so wild game is going to be i think a big deal for some people and and finding farms that aren't doing this you know, or just go, go kill them yourself. Yeah. yeah, go to your local farmers market, ask questions. They'll they'll tell you. Yeah, yep. so that's what I try. What I try to do, ideally, you know. But life is busy. And do you do you shop at like close. Bigger's Market at all? You ever go to those? There's two. There's one on Carolina Beach, then one up on Market. Yeah, it's all out in Leland. So I, the one yeah. on Market. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I typically do. Good like place to have a nice kombucha crab company. They got know. beer there too. Yeah. <laughs> but is that pesticides in it? Sorry, go ahead. Probably. Brandon. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I like how we're all bearded. Uh, well, I like how we're all bearded well, right now. Well, wheat is one good. of the most sprayed things ever. And everybody wants to demonize just the gluten molecule, but it's not. Like, it's gluten because it's a GMO, and then it's laced with herbicides and pesticides galore. And so back to your original question is, is like, how do we participate in life, but also manage ourselves? And so, like, a lot of these keto dudes and these other people that are super healthy. Mark liver, Sisson liver is a great King. one. <laughs> um, liver King out. Yeah. But he, they, they live an 80-20 life, right? They're like 80% of the time you got to do what's right. And then 20% of the time you might have a mishap or something going on. And like that's that's the ideal kind of percentage of where you should be following, you know, that the health cycle do the best that you can. You know, can you avoid everything? No. But then you can detox from it and there's stuff out there that is really helpful um and binders that that bind up the junk in your gut that's sitting there for however many years on molecular level and what we get down to is most diseases is the mitochondrial function problem and so when you decrease mitochondrial function the cell can't work the way it's supposed to and you don't detox properly and then you back up everything else talk talk about those two things for a minute we got about like 10 or 15 minutes left um Binders and drainage, mm-hmm. right? Um, you've gotten very much into uh, in the last year, year and a half. Like if the girls go out and they have like just a wildly overindulgent day, like yep. cake and ice cream and candy and the, the stuff that kids want that we don't really like them to have. And we don't always have 100 percent control over their inputs. Um, you'll come home and you'll give them a binder, which does what? So 
basically the binders that I use, they're not charcoal or clay based. And so they don't bind out nutrition. So if you're taking a clay or a charcoal binder, that will absorb any kind of nutrition as well um, that you're getting. But if you've eaten something wrong, everybody knows you go to the ER, you get some charcoal up in that tummy right. and, and you bind out the toxicity. A too much heroin. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. you ate. Right. Um, and, and that could, that saves people, um, saves their lives in those situations. But on a day-to-day, you know, and, and in that scenario, I'm using binders that that utilize fulvic and humic, humic acid to not only create any kind of nutrition that they ate in those moments to be vital, you know, deliverable to the cells, but then binding out the toxicity that may be there. And so it's an, an intuitive binder and selective. And then, then they're not processing a lot of it because then they're going to let it out. And then drainage is super important because if you ain't pooping every day, you're not getting rid of stuff. And that comes from a hormone standpoint. You poop a lot? Yeah, I'm a three day. Yeah. Um, How about you, Chris? At least twice. Twice? That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Once yeah. in the morning, once in the afternoon. Sometimes double morning depends on how much coffee Ooh, I have. Double morning. Yeah. yeah. Double morning. Double yeah. morning. You get the good stuff here at Signal Fire Radio. Yeah. 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 You, you get know. the honest truth. Poop is important. Poop is important. Everybody needs to That was a great book. Somebody gave me that book when I graduated high school. Everybody poops. And I was like, this is a great gift. Thank you. I still have it somewhere. Stuart Mickelson gave it to me. First very, time he's been shouted nice. out on the show. What up, Stu? Oh, Stu. Well, Stewie. I so, remember him. Um, it, I, I, feel like the, I feel like for someone that advocates, someone like you that's advocating for, you know, people just doing these things that's going to make you healthier it's got to be uh, it's like an uphill battle because really realistically you got to just get people to first start by making better choices on a daily level yeah. right it's like hey instead of eating this processed thing why don't you make something yourself or yeah. you know so like I, i'd imagine that that has to be frustrating because in an ideal world you know you get people to take these binders and and all these things but it's really like maybe don't go to mcdonald's and have a salad and, and we have that, right? We have that that level and you have to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, I eat fast food five times a week. And you're like, okay, let's back it up to like twice. Sure. And then you need to, you need, you know, some people are like, I just don't cook. I can't mm-hmm. cook. And then you're utilizing some of these other services that have like the little kits that show up to your door and maybe half of it's organic, we hope, mm-hmm. you know, sure. or whatnot. Um, and so you do, you have to meet people where they're at and you have to say like, you don't have to look like this shiny little perfect Mm -hmm. situation, but if you just back off a little bit, all of a sudden you're like not pissed off 24 seven, you're not, you know, frustrated with your kids, you know, snapping at them 90% of the time, all of a sudden you're maybe getting a little better sleep Mm -hmm. or you're able to like learn something new because you're not so bombarded and your body's not so overwhelmed with such toxicity and trying to break down this like you know franken food for lack of a better term Mm. you know it it can actually like deal with the fact that maybe you need to like pay attention in class Mm. and and reroute some of that energy to those places instead of dealing with all this chemical soup that you've been dumping into your system so if you think about it that way, a lot of my patients come to me. They're like, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm irritable. I'm yelling at everybody. I'm popping off. This is not the person I want to be. And it's like, okay, yes, we can do a little medication. But at the same time, that's a Band-Aid to get you to feeling it a little bit better so that you actually have the energy to make some lifestyle changes. But you can't sit there and go, I'm not going to change anything about my environment and I expect to get better. You have to. And sometimes it's a toxic job and sometimes it's a toxic relationship, et cetera. So there's so many variables and factors that go into how we all survive in this crazy life, you know? Yeah. I'd imagine it, I, I deal with addictions a lot, or I, I did when I was a, like a drug court case manager, veterans, sure. court, veterans court case manager. It's the same thing. Like if you don't want to get better, you're not going to. And so you have to commit to making a change. Yeah. And and a lot of times just that that step in going like, okay, I know I know I need help, but I don't know where to start. And mm-hmm. having somebody just just listen to you mm-hmm. is like just the beginning. And we see that in addiction too, just someone to go like, okay, it does matter. Like my life does matter. It does matter that I use this all the time or that I want to put my energy into something other than you know, the monetary very moment of feeling better. 
mm-hmm. that's fleeting and then has disaster behind it, you know. So it's just baby steps one day at a time, just like anything else. Good show, babe. Thanks. You did it. I'm going to put her up for the best guest of the of Yeah, the no, definitely yeah. smartest guest. We've actually, ever actually, in the last 10 minutes, I have two things to update. Number one, Andreas Maxwell. We got a shout out Duderman Law Group because mm. she was like, hey, she gave me this information on this COVID appeal for our claim. Oh, did it go through? Listen, dude. Listen, let me tell you how wild this is. Put it off. We went somewhere. We went to Atlanta for Memorial Day. Yeah. And like I was on a Wednesday and um, maybe it was on a Friday. I think it was it, a Wednesday or Friday. We were both in the one office. of the day. And we we're both doing our admin day, which we talked about as mm-hmm. being super important on Signal Fire earlier episode from season three. Um, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to call them right now. I'm going to do their intake thing. It was the last day to file these no COVID way. appeals. The last day I just so happened to call in. And my wife, my beautiful, lovely wife, who saves everything, was right there with me and had all of the paperwork that we had to send in immediately available. So, like, within two hours, I went from phone call to appeal submitted uh, on the final day that they were taking those appeals. So, good job, Duderman Law Group. They do what they say they're going to do. She was like, I need this stuff now. 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 I was like, okay. (laughs) Which is the importance of of – of consulting a professional. Absolutely. And try not to do things on your own. Ryan Casey, Ryan Casey said this very, very well. He's like, I want to be the very best certified financial planner. So I'm going to hire all these other good people around me who are the very best attorney, the very best in- investigator, the very mm-hmm. best, you know, medical provider. So that way I don't have to worry about those things. So I can focus on being like the very best CFP. Mm-hmm. So that was thing number one that I had to update on. And I don't remember what the second one is, but it'll come to me in the end because I really want to know, Brandon, about your recent Instagram post. You were splayed out on the floor and oh, you yeah. said actual <laughs> photograph of a conference call. There's a story there that the people need to hear in our last five or so minutes. Yeah, you know, um, I am uh, I've been so I, I've with our friend Chris um, Sykes with Handyman Connection yeah. came into the office one day to. Um, I just had to do a couple things for him and, um, and he, he brought one of his like workers with him and he was like, Hey, who was that dude with all the tattoos? And he's like, Oh, that was the lawyer. He's like, I've never seen a lawyer, like a bunch of tattoos and not in a suit. And so I say that I preface that by saying like, you don't have to be like this, like cut and dry. Like, you know, this is what, this is what you're supposed to look like. And so I spend a lot of time on the floor in my office because I spend a lot of time in my office and my back hurts sometimes. And I'm like, I'm going to lay down on the floor. So I was on a, what was supposed to be a 15 minute call, which turned into 45 minutes of me just trying to get a word in and so i got tired of pacing so i just laid down on the floor were you that were you the only attorney on the call i was yeah yeah so yeah. they're just so they're just racking up your billable it was a, time it was a lay person yeah. that would not let me talk uh it was billable time at least but um those are very uh frustrating i would hang calls. up man and so instead of hanging up me instead of like being a, a jack wagon and arguing i just decided that i would lay down yeah and let them talk and then eventually you know it being, you know, what I've learned, um, you know, uh, through my practice of the law is that that you have to be good at actively listening and, um, you know, taking key points out of what someone says in order to, uh, you know, reinforce whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, so negotiating, you know, it's like a negotiating tactic. Um, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Great, is a great, great, great book. Good book. Um, but yeah, so, you know, sometimes you just have to let them take the wheel and, even though you don't want them to, in order to actively listen. And then you can, you know, store that away in the back of your head and then say, okay, well, I hear what you say. This is our position. How is this different? And then they've got it. Some people like that phone call. <laughs> then they ramble to try to catch back up. Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. like, well, no, no, what I meant was Little this. Little cognitive this, dissonance this. kicks in. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be uh, uh, whatever pretty picture it is. Just lay on the floor and talk on the phone if you have to. Do you find that when you're on a conference call or a phone call that runs well beyond what you were planning it to do, do you, like, get anxious or stressed or frustrated? Like, yeah. Which is why. Which is why you lay down. down. I'm going to start doing that because I get so, like, okay, all right. Because, yeah, I start doing that, and if I'm at my computer, I'm looking at – I start looking at what I have to do next or what I'm late for. And then I start trying to, uh, I instinctively start trying to work on that. So I don't get caught up. Yeah. And so I got to walk away sometimes. And so, um, it's frustrating because, you know, some people don't have boundaries and they don't respect the fact that there's a a time limit to your meeting and that, you know, 
those same people expect you to be ready on a, on a dime, right. like on a dime. And so it's like, hey, you're taking away from somebody else. And so, unfortunately, you know, but again, that's why you have good staff. You know, I'm, I'm on those sort of calls. I put it on mute. I go out. I tell my paralegal, I need you to push the next meeting a couple minutes just, yeah. you know, because yep. of this. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, for me, it's important to, you know, be comfortable, you know, it, and it goes back to the toxic workplace or toxic environments. You know, if you're not in an environment where you can do your job and do it how you want to do it, as far as, you know, having that latitude to, you know, wear jeans and a t-shirt and lay on the floor, you know, as long as you're getting your work done, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. That's yeah. how I be. I love it. Jen's the same way. Like she has patience every 15 minutes. And like, if she's working in the office and somebody goes 20, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, like yeah. yelling at her for her, like, why don't they respect your time? Move them on. But a lot of times people are dealing with stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I deal with some pretty heavy situations at times. And, and my patients know if I'm running late, it's because I'm giving somebody the time that they needed. And they know that, and I've had patients say this, I know you've done that for me. Mm -hmm. And so I understand why you're late. And, sure. and I get that. And I've had pe people that get mad and they just, there's other providers that are going to, prescribe and move on and and did, 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 did. and I just I don't do that so you have to be understanding that sometimes if someone really needs it and then I'm gonna say if, if I, we've said the same thing 13 times hey I got the next patient mm -hmm. I hear you but if we need longer let's schedule another time that's sooner yeah you know and I will say you know that part of you know being able to be comfortable in, in what you're doing is just putting in the time as well you know I've, I've been a lawyer for almost a half decade now. And, um, you know, for the longest time I couldn't pick and choose my clients. I just mm -hmm. had to take whatever came through the door. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm able to have that latitude to say, look, I, I'm sorry that it went over. I'm sorry that that's upsetting to you. Um, you know, we, you can, you know, go talk to other lawyers if you want. Yep. Um, you know, but there's options out there, but you know, I try to give everybody the same, you know, great grace and latitude. And, and the same thing, if I have a family emergency, I'd, I, you know, I, I would acknowledge and, sympathize if you had one and I, I you know want you to do the same for me and so it's part of you know that it's that journey of whatever you deem a success you know being able to be comfortable and wear you know not wear shoes in the office yep. if you want any point. ever what's I don't that saying like you can have it you know cheap, cost cheap, money faster, yep, cheap faster cheap quick faster, you can quick. All, you can have it mm. cheap but you can't have it uh cheap good or fast yeah what it is yeah cheap yeah. good or fast you, you can, can have, have it cheap three. And fast, but you won't have it good. You can have it good and fast, but you won't have it cheap. Mm -hmm. Or you can have it cheap and uh, fast and good, but you won't have, I don't know. But yeah, Cheap and triangle. fast, but yeah, it yeah. won't be good. Yeah, so yeah. This, yep. this might be a good question for the masses, and it's going to be a question for everyone at this table. Ooh. I've used this phrase a lot, and I've had this phrase used a lot in my life. I don't understand what the hell it means. <laughs> um, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I don't know. No what idea. What? I absolutely can. I can. Yeah, if I have a cake, I'm going to eat it. This Why the hell would people, I just this I mean, my mom was a baker. We always had cakes at yeah. the house. And I you mean, come on. It. Yes, I did. And it was good. Just make sure yeah. there's no glyphosate in it and that it's organic. No, yeah. I, I think I heard stupid... that broken down at, recently, mm. and I cannot recall. So, <laughs> so because we were busy eating yeah, this. Yeah, we're yeah, like, I'm just going to eat this cake. <laughs> if you're watching on, you know, a clip on Instagram, if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening to the podcast, please, we're asking you. Explain this yes. shit to us. Yes. What does it mean to have your cake and eat it too? Because it makes no sense. Great episode. A uh, lot of good life lessons in there. MVP of the show is Brody, who didn't move the entire time. He's a good he's boy. The, he's the best of boys. Jen, if somebody wants... Oh, you've got it? You, I got it. Okay, go ahead. Give us a read so real quick. Then we got to go. have the cake and eat it too. Oh. Simultaneously holding the cake... Mm. Wow, ingesting yeah, you, it's, it. It's like a, you, you cannot can't have, have both two things. mutually happening simultaneously. Hey, you know who Bruno Mars is? Don't believe me, just watch me. Don't believe me, just watch <laughs> I mean, just keep buying more cake, you know? Possession like, is not tense of the law. That's right. If I'm eating it, I'm possessing it, I'm having it. Yeah. This, I'm going to lawyer I guess that. I kind of get it, but it's, yeah, right? Yeah. It's Actually. being a little nitpicky. Yeah. Start, throwing, start throwing some Latin sounds like, at him. It sounds, it sounds like, a, like a business adventure. Yeah. <laughs> you somebody eat, somebody you gonna... will write a motivational speech around this, and we're going to see it on a Tony Robbins Brand, expert. Brandon's going to advertise that. He's going to have, like, little, like, knives with Port City Attorney on it. We're going to cut the cake and eat it, too. Do you want your cake and eat it? <laughs> you want your cake? Eat it, too. Oh, not I one love oh, it. Not one oh, not oh, not, 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 not I love it. Babe, somebody wants 
wants to get in touch with you, they want to get on your calendar, they want to meet with you, they want you to make them feel all better as you have me, what should they do? They should call Trinity Wellness. It's Porter's Next, so I believe it's option two, 910-343-8424. All right. Love it. Jen, Jenna Cutting, FNP, Trinity Wellness Center in Porter's Neck. You can always Google her and find out where to go to as well. That is Brandon Petty, John, the Port City Attorney. If you need an attorney, he's the only one that you should call. This is Chris Bradley from Cape Fear Investigative Services. You need somebody to dig up some dirt on your spouse. You should probably call Chris Bradley. I am Rob Renz from Signal Fire Media. We appreciate you for listening to this episode of Signal Fire Radio. And until next time, please go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe, and go be a Signal Fire in your community. We will talk to you next week.